Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, hello. I am Matt Williamson. Welcome to the podcast. I hope you have been enjoying it. I have a good time chatting with you guys every day or five days a week. So, as we know, the uh, week three was not kind to your Pittsburgh Steelers. The the Browns, the Birdies, the Bengals, they all won. Steelers lost. Took a step back in the division. Um, But it is a long season. They play 17 of these. There's only three of them in the books. Things can change. Quarterback situation might get better. O-line situation has gotten better. T.J. Watt will be back, I think, sooner than later. You know, we'll see. I mean, I'm not here to predict or prognosticate, but I did kind of want to do a state of the AFC address here, you know, after three games. You know, I mean, if this was a Raiders podcast, sky would be falling. I mean, Vegas is the only 0-3 team in the whole league. And they're in what I think is probably the toughest division in the league. I think AFC North is pretty strong as well. And you would think about it and go, boy, Raiders lost to the Titans. Their season's over already. Maybe, but they're still only two games back of the lead in their division, you know, and seven of these 16 teams do go to the playoffs. And so what I wanted to do was kind of not really power rank, but just sort of Steelers versus all the other 15 teams in the conference. Who's the better team right now? And I think we'll start with the division. I think the Ravens are clearly better than the Steelers. Um, They need to get a legit run game going, you know, with a true running back. You know, that's not what they have at their disposal right now. They have left tackle problems. They've had some errors on defense, but Lamar's playing really, really well. Um, I think the Ravens are the class of the division right now. We saw Steelers versus Browns, so it probably would be foolish for me to say, I think the Steelers are better than the Browns. It was a short week in their building, and defense looked very, very fatigued. I honestly think the Steelers and Browns are on the same tier, and I still think that tier is still below the Ravens and Bengals. But you got to put the Browns over the Steelers, I think, right now, too. You know, I mean, the way they run the football, they have a bread and butter, a foundation on offense to count on. And that has a lot of merit to me. You know, they have their share of problems as well. But being able to run the football and dominate time of possession and the line of scrimmage is pretty strong trait. Now, the Steelers beat the Bengals. Does that mean they're better than the Bengals? I don't think so. I mean, I'm not saying the Bengals turned the corner with this win against Jets. We talked about that yesterday, and I've been digging into that game more and more. I've been digging into the Jets quite a bit, of course. Um, But I do think that that's closer to who they are than the team the Steelers faced. And I do think they have major O-line problems still. 
I absolutely think that they made a massive mistake not playing their offensive line in the preseason. You know, they're learning as they go here and with a lot of growing pains. But the weapons are there. The defense is very solid. So if we're power ranking the North, I would have the Steelers fourth. But I don't think them and the Browns are massively different. Now, comparing them to the teams in the East, Dolphins are 3-0. And they're better than the Steelers right now. I mean, a wild game against the Bills, who also are better than the Steelers. I still probably would have the Bills number one in an overall overall power ranking, maybe Philly. I don't think Miami's better than Buffalo, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, Miami's playing very, very well. Um, <laughs> the weather in that game was a massive, massive uh, situation in their favor and somewhat of an unfair advantage. But hey, more power to you. But they're they're three and zero. Their coach is scheming things up. Their quarterback's playing well. Um, the Bills look like this massive juggernaut, and I still think they are. But they ran an unbelievable amount of plays. They ran fifty three plays in the second half alone, and only scored three points. I mean, unbelievable to be honest with you. That looking at the box score of that game, it makes no sense. I mean, it's kind of an anomaly. Um, but I do think a lot of these teams, and there's some Chargers news we'll get to in a minute here, are starting to deal with some real hardships too. Steelers lost T.J. Watt. The Bills are basically playing with a backup secondary last last week. That's tough, you know, and they play nickel more than any team in the league. So they're, they're just kind of keeping things in front of you and not allowing the big play, but then you don't make as many big plays. Um, we're not going to spend a lot of time on the Jets because we will throughout the you know the week, of course. Uh, they are worse than the Steelers. I know the Steelers lost the Patriots. I still think the Steelers played New England 111 times on a neutral field in Wichita, Kansas. They win that series. I'm not particularly impressed with New England. Uh, waiting for news on Mac Jones, but I'm bet- betting he misses some time. Um, they're a quality run team. I get all that. I just don't think that they have a ton of talent on both sides of the ball. We talked New England a lot leading up to that that game, of course. But I would put the Steelers ahead of the Patriots right now in AFC power ranks. Slightly. I mean, again, Browns, Patriots, Steelers to me are all kind of on the same tier. But I would rank them Browns, Steelers, Patriots. AFC South is very, very weak. Um but the Jags, to me, are legit. I mean, they, they took advantage of some things that went their way in, against L.A. this week. But they have a quarterback. They have two lines. And they have a formula. They have physicality. They can run the ball. Um, Jacksonville, to me, is clearly the class of the South. And right now, I would put the Jags ahead of the Steelers. I would put the Steelers ahead of every other team in that division, though. I know the Colts won. They just beat the Chiefs. How could a team beat the Chiefs? They're they're worse than the Steelers, Matt. Matt Ryan looks cooked to me. Their protection is bad. I kind of felt like Kansas City lost that game as much as the Steelers won it. Um, Defense is quite good for the Colts, though, and that was a saving grace. Getting Pittman back was massive for them as well. That's absolutely key. But they're not running the ball great, and I don't like their O-line quarterback situation really at all. Um, huge win for them, though. Tennessee also gets a big win against the Raiders, aforementioned Raiders. I am not impressed with this team at all. Um, I think they're old. I mean, they have been outscored by 33 points already this year, despite having a, a, a recent win. 
I think they're a very fragile group with a bad O-line that is very Henry and game script dependent. Um, the Texans, to me, are getting a little better by their standards, but are probably the worst team in the conference. Probably enough said there. I mean, they're, they're 0-2-1. They're one of the only teams that haven't won a game. Chiefs are better than the Steelers. I know they just lost. I don't think we have to go into great detail there. Um, they could use another playmaker, though. Um, Denver gets a big win, and they are on a two-game winning streak despite having some dysfunction. That's not the right word, but let's just say coach quarterback growing pains, and the Niners get, did them some favors Sunday night as well. I guess I'm going to put Denver over the Steelers, but I really think Denver's in the same tier as the Browns, as the Patriots, as Pittsburgh. Maybe they're the best of that group. They do have a very good defense. I mean, so uh, that, that carries some weight for me. I mean, they've only allowed 36 points this year in three games, three NFL games. You've given them 36 points. That, that's hard to ignore. The Chargers are better than the Steelers. Yes, no, t- no doubt. I mean, I think they're a very, very good team. They got walloped, though, by Jacksonville, and they lost Joey Bosa in that game, and they lost Rashawn Slater in that game. Herbert wasn't himself. You know, they they couldn't lean on any sort of running game whatsoever. I have some questions about the organization and the coach in terms of ability to win games in this league and track record and culture and all those things. But the Justin Herbert-led team, you know, now's the time to play the Chargers to me, unless more bad things happen. Um, and I would put the Steelers also above the Raiders, who we talked about before. They're 0-3. They're the only 0-3 team in the league, but they've only been outscored by 13 points. You know, I mean, they've played very even games. Um, Their season's not over, but Carr isn't elevating everyone. The the O-line is very, very problematic. The defense is very average. Teams are really leaning on Devontae Adams these past two games, and they didn't have Renfro yesterday to take advantage of it. So they're really in a bad place with a tough record ahead of them. Um, So I will put the Steelers ahead of the Jets, the Patriots, the Colts, Titans, Texans, and Raiders. And so that's kind of middle of the pack out of 16 teams. I mean, it's a little on the low end. I know that they're not playing great now, and maybe you guys think I'm being a little bit of a homer with that ranking, but... That's where I'm at. I mean, that's 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 who you're competing with, and I think that's very important. Um, we're gonna be back in a minute. I got a couple little nuggets to talk about as well. All right, a um, couple things just to preface, you know, uh, some general thoughts on Steelers-Jets coming up. Uh, you guys know I'm a big yards per play guy. Um, Steelers yards per play, 4.7 on offense. It's really bad. And the defense is giving up 5.1. It's fine. It's not a problem. That's, that's where you want to be, basically. Um, New York... Their offense is putting up five yards per play compared to 4.7 for the Steelers offense. And they're allowing 5.5. So on defense compared to 5.1 for the Steelers. You know, you know, I've told you before, I'm real big on 
what percentage of your snaps result in first downs or touchdowns. So the Steelers offense is only getting a touchdown or first down 30% of the snaps. Not so good. Um, the defense is allowing 34%. So that's also not terrible considering how much they've been on the field. Um, turnover differential. We got the Jets at minus four. Steelers are plus three. Um, time of possession is maybe we'll do a whole podcast on this this week. I mean, time of possession, the number of snaps the defense is playing is the biggest problem in Steeler land. How do you fix that? That's where you got to pull back the layers. But here's an example. I mean, the Jets time of possession is just under 30 minutes there at 29, 17. Steelers are at 24, 15 last in the league. By a wide margin. I mean, worst time of possession in the league. Too many snaps. I mean, a lot of snaps on too much defense is always a problem. And they are playing way too much defense. Um, the Jets did win in Cleveland this past or this year, but they were one and seven on the road last year, you know, so you know, they're coming here. Um, the the Jets opponents are scoring just under 10 more points per game than New York is producing. They've been outscored by 29 points. Only the Titans have a worse point differential in the AFC. Kind of touched on some of that stuff around the around the conference. Um, Pittsburgh's opponents have produced 72 first downs. The Steelers have produced 49 first downs. Yuck. Um, the Steelers' opponents have run the ball 37 more times than Pittsburgh has this year, and they average 52.7 more rushing yards per game than the Steelers. All these are too many snaps, time possession. I mean, brutal. And the, the Steelers' opponents have racked up 399 more yards from scrimmage than the Steelers have produced. All this stuff adds up. Um the Steelers' opponents run 77 plays per game, far and away the most in the league. You know, New York's opponents run 61 plays per game. However, I just mentioned being on the field for 77 plays a game is awful. Well, the Jets' offense is running 74 plays per game. You know, that's really, really high. And they, they've been running a ton of plays. The Steelers' defense has been on the field for a ton of plays. Something to really look for for this game. And meanwhile, the Steelers offense is out there for only 58 plays a game, as opposed to the Steelers defense being out there for 77 plays a game. Um, old buddy Dale Lawley just sent me this one. This one's kind of crazy. Along with the Saints and Cardinals, New York is one of three teams that, had, that has had the ball trailing by double-digit points in every game this year. That's crazy. You know, I mean, every game this year, they've been down by double-digit points on the scoreboard while they had the football at one point. Pretty tough. Um, and here's the last thing to wrap up the pod. Remember who they're playing this week. Remember the history of this team. So in the Jets' most recent 36 games, which is their three games this year, 17 last year, 16 the year before, they've played in those 36 games, they've won seven games. You know, <laughs> so... You know, they're, they're seven and 29 over the last three seasons of football, you know, and does that mean the Steelers are going to roll the ball out there and beat them? Of course not. Um, they do some good things and we'll talk about a lot of that going forward this week, but uh, very different organizations to say the least. Uh, over and out. Good talking to you all. Uh, send me a note on Twitter if you want at Williamson NFL. We will talk tomorrow.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.